Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you mind? <laughs> I'm about to announce your show. Okay. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Coming on now, slightly prematurely, another thoroughly sensible and demure and uh, sophisticated edition of your favourite gaming show, One Life Left. Welcome to One Life Left. That's not the first time I've been called premature. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I am Steve Curran. This is Anne Scantlebury. Yeah. And you're, this you're, is wearing, <laughs> you're wearing a hat, Anne. Yeah. Why, what's with the hat? I just bought it the other day and I, um, I thought I'd wear it because I bought it. I'm trying to impress the listeners. Do you always wear what you buy? Uh, sometimes. Right. Sometimes I do other things with them, depending on what I bought, really. I tell you what, next week you can introduce the show, you can try and build up the hype, and then I'll who, deflate who, it. Who are you talking to? I was so, going to give you all brilliant introductions. Do it. What was, um, it was too late now, What was you said uh, on your notes for the uh, podcast, that it was a bit, bit of a slow start? Yeah, I thought that last week it was it was a bit it was a bit awkward, but I thought we built up into a brilliant. Why was show. it awkward? I don't know. I just I wasn't feeling well, it. Yeah, well, well, oh, right, so, but, oh, I wasn't talking to Simon at the beginning of last week's show. Why not? Because oh, you were rude. What did I do? Some something to do with the news. It was unfortunate. Mm, but I'm talking to you now, so it's okay. Yeah, we're over that then, are we? So yeah. this is one life left. So, one life yes, left what is. We're doing. Doing. One Life Left is Resonance 104.4's video game show. We're also a podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, you can download us. Uh, you can listen to previous shows at... Whoa! <laughs> OneLifeLeft.com. Are you all right? What happened there? Yeah, I just went over to the other side of the studio to cough. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh, you can listen to our previous shows at <clears throat> OneLifeLeft.com. OneLifeLeft.com. Thank you. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine now. Sorry. Sorry. Right. <laughs> And uh, you can download all of them there. We've done about 64. This is the 65th, I think. No, 63rd, episode 15 of season three. Right. Uh, now, Ooh, when no, we no, were... No, what, what, do we need to uh, issue any warnings? Listener... Yeah, we probably should. Uh, One Life Listener Life... discretion advised. <laughs> One Life Left is a video game show for adults. Adults. Um, and mature children. We try not to swear. 
throughout the show. Occasionally but a swear word gets us. We did say fuck last week, didn't we? <laughs> but we're not going to do that this week. Nope. Uh, and uh, yeah, so viewer, listener discretion advised. Listener right. discretion advised. Okay, now you've got a job on the show. Yeah, when right we point now. at you. Listener discretion advised. Very good. Uh, so, when we were doing the eight minutes to uh, nine preparation of the show, which is what we usually, you know, we put in about eight minutes of prep, don't we? Warm up, don't we? Yeah, eight minutes. Do vocal we exercises. We, we get all our coughs out, don't yeah. we, Anne? Yeah, I didn't do that one yet. No. Because we got to eight minutes today and I said, right, uh, team, trying to gather them together because Anne, I don't know what you were doing. Simon was playing N64 games. I was, yeah. More of that later. Um, I tried to gather people together because, you know, <laughs> so I'm the one who holds this, holds this show together, tries to hold this show together. Yeah. And what did you say, Anne, when I said, what are we going to do this week? And started to tell us what we're going to do this week. You Same interrupted me. we do every single week. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to tell our listeners what that is? Yeah, we'll have some news, then we'll have some inane chat, then we'll have some features, then we'll have some letters, then we'll have some more chat, then we'll have rubbish reviews, and then we'll end it and we'll all go home. I bet Kenneth Sands is sat there livid now, isn't he? <laughs> livid! So what starts starts this whole debacle, Anne? News! It's 9.04 on Tuesday the 29th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. The government has approved plans to include Wii Sports in PE lessons. After successful trials at five schools in Worcestershire, the Department of Health wants to introduce it, in, introduce it nationwide. A report in the British Medical Journal found that Wii games significantly increased participants' energy expenditure. It wasn't like this in One Life Left's day. We had to run around the playing field, then got hit round the back of the legs with a hockey stick when we couldn't jump the hurdles. There you go, then. Sharp. <laughs> it was pretty sharp. What do we think of that? <sighs> I don't know. Is this another press release piece of news, then? Where did you get this one from? What was your source? An insider says. Mm. Our source says. Uh, I got it off the internet. Off the internet. Yeah, somebody um, was slagging that off this afternoon. Yeah. Somebody has subsequently come out and gone that he can't believe that they're playing video games at school. And I, I can't either, actually. Well, they've been playing DDR in the States for a while, I think. Yeah, like, look I, I, at what's actually, happened to them. You know what? <laughs> that might be one of those urban myths that isn't true. But I heard that, is that certainly... Is that why it's called an urban myth? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good right, point. It okay. might be one of those urban myths. Yeah. Um, because... One of those urban myths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I, I remember Konami saying something to that effect. And what would they posi- have to gain from yeah, saying that yeah. uh, DDR has a positive effect? But I seem to remember that there was certainly one school that got a DDR machine to get the fat kids. They were to play. showing off, weren't they? Yeah. I don't know. There's nothing funnier than a fat kid on DDR, though, is there? <laughs> no. No. Um, but surely uh, everyone hates PE. And if you can make kids like PE, why don't you let them do something they like rather than make them just spend horrible times outside in the horrible rain with horrible teachers shouting horrible things at them and then giving them detentions when they can't run fast oh, did enough. You, did you get bullied at school? I didn't get bullied by... Were you, were you the, a bully? By the kids. I got bullied by the teacher. I, really? Who? Uh, it was a supply teacher and uh, I literally... At one time, I uh, was trying to do hurdles and I couldn't get over any of them. I ran around a couple of them and then she asked me if I wanted to be the starter. So that was a, that was the, your news joke was actually a, a, a yeah. flashback to terrible times. A, yeah, it was a, a cry for help. Yeah, there you go. Wouldn't have happened in my day, of course. 
Because? Didn't have Wii's, we had Spectrums. There's been a bit of a slanging match between Fox News and EA this week. It all comes after author Cooper Lawrence went mental on Fox News over the sexual content in Mass Effect. EA then wrote a letter to the news channel telling them to apologise for what she said, saying it's no worse than anything you find in films or on TV. But Fox wouldn't apologise and called EA a wuss for not going on TV to defend itself. Then, when Lawrence saw the offending clip, she had a laugh and said, I've seen the game and seen the sex scenes and it's kind of a joke. One Life Left concludes that girls shouldn't be allowed to talk about games or sex. It only ends in trouble. There you go. Um, I love the idea of like EA not having email or not having a phone. Like, <laughs> like just deciding to correspond with a letter. That's nice, isn't, isn't it? it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> dear sir or madam. <laughs> With regard to your complaints about, and so this also was admitted that they hadn't that they hadn't played it when yeah, they said it. Yeah, afterwards she she just said, "Oh no, I never actually played it. Um, I, I really regret saying that." And then I saw it, and actually, uh, I think she said, "I've seen episodes of Lost that were sexier." So Ooh. there you go. Two things. One, my favourite. My favourite news stories are the ones where Anne says mental. Yeah, you really you you do a good mental. Thanks. Can you yeah. do it again? Mental. I really like that. Face changes as well, doesn't it? Also, I'm interested. Do you think uh, there should be more sex in games, Anne? Um, not in the ones that I play. What Forza? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Do you park up? <laughs> Although, when I was playing Viva Pinata last week, and you have to breed them, it doesn't say like you breed them. It says give them love hearts so that they can romance each other, and and then they just have a baby. Like it doesn't really teach the biology of it. So maybe sex in games is good because it does teach biology to children. I see. So what would you prefer in uh, Viva Pinata then? The f- seeing things go up the fallopian tubes. <laughs> Yeah? Only is enough fallopian tubes in games. You don't have to scald yourself with badly labelled hot drinks anymore to win compensation for hot coffee. Take-Two are now giving out money to people genuinely offended and upset by hot coffee. The naughty mini-game mini from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas will cost Take-Two at least $1 million in US reparation. But you can only claim money if you're in America. Payments will range from 35 to $5. US There's no word on compensation being offered in Europe. Maybe it's just because we aren't that offended by that kind of thing. What's up with the news? Yeah, what's going on? Just, I guess you've got a lot to say this week. I've got a lot to say. Uh, this is ridiculous. I really it? liked it. I thought it was brilliant. Really? Why? Because I thought the way that uh, their terms and conditions for getting it back, I thought were really, like, they were really sort of almost sarcastically written, just saying, if you were really offended by this, and you can prove it, and if you were certainly going to return the game to the store, if you knew you could return, yeah, it as and well. all that, that was one yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. Clauses, it's wasn't just, it? It, I don't know, it, like, uh, it's ju- absolutely astonishing. These people went out of their way; they illegally modified someone yeah. else's code to make hot coffee work, yeah. and then claim that they were offended by it in Grand Theft Auto, a game where you <laughs> kill prostitutes. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I know, I know, and um. I don't know. I don't have anything more to say. I just think it's all um, all crazy, and I think they've actually done the right... Th- I mean, they can suck up that kind of the compensation well, no, they, thing. They've set aside a million, and like um, Rockstar and Take-Two haven't done that brilliantly over the last... Well, obviously, we'll refer back to Anne's financial news, but um, they, they, they can't. It's money that they've lost from people being stupid. And plus, what is it that they want for Xbox Live not working on uh, Christmas Day? It was $5 million, wasn't it? Oh. And so for watching two virtual, rubbishly rendered characters shag each other, <laughs> you get $35. I wonder what these people were expecting to see on Xbox Xbox Live when they logged on. <laughs> they wanted some absolute extreme filth, didn't they? 
There's a worrying condition sweeping the country. The Telegraph has reported a massive rise in Wii-related injuries. Martin Davies, who runs five osteopathic clinics, has said that there's been an increase in the number of middle-aged patients who have injured themselves because they played on their children's Wii for too long. It's only a matter of time before Nintendo start putting warnings on Wiis. Not suitable for over 35-year-olds, physical exercise may put strain on your weak, fragile bodies. They've had um, these sort of problems. I was thinking they've had sort of warnings around their games for for years. Yeah. As in physical warnings, not just the sort of... For the, not just for the epileptics. The ex- <laughs> no, no th- that's not what happens to an epileptic. <laughs> what does happen? They just fall over. It's not a Don't they spaz out? They have an epileptic fit. Yeah. I don't think you can call it that. Right, and what's the, scientific, what's the medical term for a mental... I don't know. Okay. Yeah. If you if you know if you can educate us on epileptic fits as relates to gaming, please email team at onelifeless.com. So what, but the, what I was going to say is uh, like early. I remember sort of news articles saying, "Oh, kids are playing so much video games; they're getting." You, you would have Nintendo putting out a press release saying Nintendo thumb because you know uh, playing on the SNES is so yeah. popular, stuff like that. Um, I wonder whether if Dave Green was here this week, he could tell us whether the spectrum's ever caused. It has because didn't the spectrum used to get really hot? Yeah, like, and people had Specky to, Burn. Specky Burn. What other injuries could there be? I don't know. Something about the Xbox 360, Xbox, the original Xbox being really heavy yeah, and long. Yeah, um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that, no. We probably should have thought about these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, the presidential candidates in the American election have gone face-to-face in a game of paintball. Of course, this is an online game and nothing to do with the actual election, which is a shame. It'd be nice if the position for the most powerful person in the world was decided with them shooting each other with multicoloured paintballs. After all, Americans love guns, don't they? I don't understand this news story. You're going to have to... yeah. Right, there's um, a game on the internet... Right. ...where you can play as as a uh, one of the candidates what are those two candidates what are those two parties uh, Democra- democrats and republicans okay and what any of the candidates for either well the dem- uh, the lead in the democratic party is uh, barack obama hillary clinton and john edwards okay. and uh, for the republicans it's uh mitt romney uh, john mccain mm-hmm. and mick huckabee very good yes. who would you vote for then i quite like barack obama he's just a little cutie. It should be pronounced <laughs> Barack, shouldn't it? No, Barack. No, no, but it should be pronounced Barack. Barack. Right. So you can take select so one of those. Select one of those. It's basically like um, it, it's a bit like a poll, but it's trying to aim it at younger people. So you go on there and you go, "I like this one. I'm going to play as them." And then, and it's got like little percentages of how many people have chosen to right. be who. And then uh, you shoot the other candidates. With paintballs. <laughs> do other like actual news programs? Do they have to explain their stories as well afterwards? Yes, you see it all the time on the BBC. Do you? Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. We know this this theme heralds, don't we? I like the way you reacted to that, as if you didn't I know did, what was coming yeah, up. But it's, it's just a sense of foreboding doom when this plot is like we know we've done something, something wrong. wrong again. Well, we we do have. It's loud, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, we we, ha- we went through this last week. Um, we we have a couple of things that we've did done. Did we do wrong things last week? Sorry, we played. <laughs> we, yeah, Sorry. that's not what we're apologising for. We're not apologising for this being too loud. We are apologising for Anne coughing. Yeah, so. Uh, but you're really going to grow dreadlocks. Maybe. Right. 
But what we're really going to apologise for is the tardiness of last week's podcast. What does tardy mean? (laughs) Late. Okay. Um, What what would you... Now that you've discovered that, but what did you think? You must have had an image of what you thought tardy meant. I just didn't know. Okay. So normally we try and put out the podcast a couple of hours. We don't after. try. We succeed. We do. We're, we're, we were 13 from 13 before Come on last us. week. Uh, 13 in a row. And all of this, of course, comes from you. I remember in the early series of One Life Life, you hammered it into us. You said, you've got, got to, to get on, it boys. out. You've got to get it out on Regulars. the day. You've got, you've got listeners. Yeah. They're expecting it on, yeah. the, on the Wednesday. You've got to put it out on the Wednesday. And we learned that. to put out on the Wednesday. I said, also, you've got to get rid of Rob. <laughs> And so, here we are. Yep. And come Wednesday, our faithful listeners went to the was, iTunes. There was no I icon think. in iTunes, was there? There was no little blue dot, and there was no... Uh, no hilarious notes. No, there was no page, no beautiful cover art. Or some clever, pithy title for the episode. There was none of that. There was no. nothing. Why not? We got slagged off on the internet for this. Well, we got we got Kenneth Sands. That's going to hurt later. <laughs> Waiting ages to be offended. Wait for the letters. But, yeah, um... There was so no what episode. Happened? What happened was I went to Milan. Why did you go there? Uh, for business. And I left the uploading in your hands. At the end of the show, we, we uh, took the little... It was, it was like an episode of 24. You handed me the file. Yep. Because it goes onto a solid state cart, doesn't it? It's going onto that right now. It gets locked down, usually. Nothing trans- changes. Transported securely. Yes. And so off I went. A little bit nervous, I thought. The only working copy of One Life Left. And like, I did want Very valuable. Very yeah. valuable. And then it didn't get on the internet, did it? Didn't. It something, something happened. Right, should we run through what those things were? Quickly. You going to Milan. Yep. You stayed in a pod, didn't you? I did stay in a pod. Okay. Uh, a Yotel. That was Podcast. Nice. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, I had it. And, um, yeah, and then my work PC, uh, which I was trying to use after hours, obviously, because uh, of my day job, um, I'm so busy, uh, that couldn't upload anything. And, in, and then I'm decorating at home at the moment, so I've got no home PC. And so and then the internet didn't work. And eventually... <laughs> Dog ate my homework. And then you came back. Yes. And saved us. So, hopefully tonight, it'll all be fine. But if you, you're worried that this is the end of our apologies, don't be. Yeah, More. the worst thing was that I don't think that episode was literally worth the wait, was it? <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, we'll have more apologies uh, coming up later. This is One Life Left Resonance 104.4. Video game show, and this uh, is Errors.
As mentioned, this is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, we're a video game radio show. We talk m- mostly about video games. We play video game-related music. This is Errors. Uh, sounds a bit like video game music. They're also playing at Barden's Boudoir in London tomorrow night. So if you're listening in London, uh, why not pop along? I'll be there. Will you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I was not invited. Because you, every time we play any song on the radio, you say you hate it. I just didn't think you'd be interested. Do you want to come? No. Right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna uh, rattle along because we've got loads of features. We thought we were gonna have no content this show. Turns out we've got loads of content. Also, just taking a look at Talia's. I didn't realise that this is her last one. Mm. You, you'll have I to go out there. I do something about yeah. this, can't I? Have to go out there and sort it out. Bash the um, desk. So I think uh, we've we've almost got a solid slot for Derek now, don't we? We we tend to play him as our first feature. Why is that? Just because um, we're creatures of habit. <laughs> Not because he's our best feature and we we want to put the best yes, ones first, Yes, maybe? it is because that. Anything else you want to say? Flattering our contribution? Why not explain what Derek is? What Derek is? Who Derek is and what he you does really for us? really can't explain what Derek is. Um, Derek mm. does free market economy. He's our market store trader from Doncaster. And? Doncaster. Like, he talks Lightly. over music. A bit like we're doing. Are you? We, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> THQ announced recently they were canning quite a few titles and even closing down a studio. I'd be upset if they still produced games of such great quality as WWE No Mercy on the N64, but they don't so I doubt we'll miss much. Like we really needed more racing games such as Juiced. If it's a sign of anything though, perhaps it's that the current generation of video gaming is overcomplicated. THQ bought the lights of Juice from the ashes of Acclaim. Maybe they didn't realise there was a reason Acclaim fell down and went boom. Their games were rubbish. Continuing to make rubbish games isn't going to help. Anyway, it probably just amounts to some restructuring of the company so that the manager can have yet another Porsche. Smackdown 2008 was amateurish rubbish too. This overblown high-def gaming is undoubtedly proven rather taxing and time-consuming for the developers, which does perhaps justify the absurd £50 figure for a game, because it doesn't when it sits exactly the same as on the previous console but a high resolution, like say Guitar Hero. Having said that, I finally entered the modern age and got a 360, so by all means add Derek FME to your friend list. I'm Derek Williams and I'm not cancelling my free market economy. Did you see that? What? Anne just basically got the whole microphone in her mouth. Do it again. <laughs> like, oh, that's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good work. I mean, the listeners just heard the... <laughs> Thanks, Derek. That's Derek Williams' free market then. economy. Well done, Derek. Uh, if you want to add him uh, to your Xbox Live 360 Live friends list, details were in that. What are we going to do now? Do you have, do you have any idea? Because I'm not controlling this episode. It's gone out of my control. I uh, put letter, the letters theme on, and then we'll oh, have to do letters. Fine. Email, messages, and forward, PCC. One life letters. 
Who wants to start? That's clever. It is clever because it's like one life left, but with letters. So we were a bit worried about letters, weren't we? Because we didn't put the podcast out till ages uh, after we should have done, so we didn't have. There wasn't much listener interaction. But we still got some. We still got Got some. A massive one. Um, We should explain that this is the letter section, and if you want to email us. Email us at team at onelifeleft.com. And you're do it live. Do it live. Yeah, you can do email it now. now. Simon is in his inbox. So if you email us now, we will get it. Uh, Simon. Sorry, I've just lost what was up there. I don't know how to work, Max. Um, we got a massive uh, email that we, we all thought was spam to start <laughs> off with, didn't we? Um, subject header, misc. Um, full that name, Neil Dealey, and he did this through the website as well. Um, and he said, my name is Neil Dealey, uh, which we gathered because we'd read the, the line above, which says full name, Neil, De- Neil Dealey. Uh, he works as part of the sales team at Game Station New Street in Birmingham. Uh, they are Europe's biggest game specialist and exclusive 360 gaming floor, as well as other awesome facilities. He also does the stores, uh, emceeing, and he's a micro- microphone guy. Uh, and he sent his CV in. Um, and I was like, what? So he did the Xbox 360 launch, did the PlayStation 3 launch, did the Wii launch. He's, uh, been, he's been on Kerrang Radio. Twice. Two times. Worked for the BBC Radio and the ITV for the PlayStation 3 launch. ITV News regarding a Wii report. What do you think that was about? Probably no. negative. Uh, he's done loads of stuff. Anyway, uh, the bottom of it is, um, I'll tell you, he's got an unofficial company record for Xbox 360 sold in a single day. Whoa. Which is what? 21. <laughs> 21. Uh, he's got an, uh, an excellent, experienced and confident sales record. Anyway, uh, the point of the letter was he was emailing to ask whether or not we have any experience placements at your studio as he feels <laughs> he could contribute to your already awesome show. I don't think this is an experience anyone would want. <laughs> That's rude. I'm sure we could fit we, Neil Dealey in. Like, he can come, but he won't learn anything I'll tell you good. what, yeah, Neil, try and flog Anna Console. She's already got a 360, so your work there is done. The thing is, we... Sell us things. Yeah. Oh, no, or, what, what I, I really like the idea of you recalling yourself and your day-to-day job, but selling stupid people gaming things they don't want. It's true. You could be a mole inside a huge company. Let's not say who you work for. So, um, Anne. Yeah? I'm oh, sorry. I was just going to ask. We have had work experiences. Uh, I knew I was going to say something. I couldn't remember what it was. Well, we've that's had handy wor- on a radio show. I know, quite. Uh, we've had a work experience person before. That didn't go very well, did it? No. No. Um, ended up threatened with legal action. Mm. 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 Anne. Uh, hi, guys. A few episodes back when some of uh, Steve's old writing was being read out on air, I think I heard him wonder aloud if it was from his days at York University. <gasps> Did you oh, guys I like your- the idea of like, st- like it's all going weebly-wobbly. <laughs> Steve wondering aloud. Ooh. I've seen pictures of you in your university <laughs> days. Obviously, you were a funny-looking boy, weren't you? Have you? Yeah, you did that. Um, you, you you did a TV show, didn't you? Yes, yes. Oh, maybe we should put that on the One Life Life Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. I did a TV show at York oh, University. I mean, I didn't present it, but I was I was starring on it. It's a TV show called I wasn't starring. I was a contestant on starring on Even Games then Disaster. Assimilating yourself, weren't you? Yeah. Game what do you mean disaster. assimilating? But sorry, I, I got distracted by text messages. I mean, like taking control. Maybe of... you shouldn't be texting while we're on it's the show. It's about the show, actually. Uh, okay. Um, I was on a show called Games Disaster, uh, which was like Games Master, but disastrous. Very clever. In every you, respect. You students. I didn't make it up. Um, I could tell you. Uh, no. Can I, I continue? Yeah. Steve, did you go to York and work on the student paper? Yes or no? Yes. And if so, yes. which paper? I worked, I was in charge or helped, I don't know whether I was in charge or co-in charge of the game bit of the paper which was called York Vision, which 
always wins awards in The Guardian for the best student newspaper and was abysmal while I was there. That's probably why. Yeah. I'm currently there now, and as a budding hack, it's always nice to hear of success stories. Well, any stories really. I did, I did write for the other newspaper, which was called News as well. They were very clever. Uh, yeah, they were, they were both awful. Um, and I was also in charge of the radio station. In and, charge. And look at me now. I'm kind of finished. Can I tell you about what they did when we went, when we went back there? Do you remember when I went into the radio station? I do remember. Yeah, it was, it was a year ago. Actually, yeah. we, did, we went on a pilgrimage for your for birthday. My birthday. And we went into the radio station, and, I, and two sort of radio nerds wouldn't let me in Initially, and then eventually they let me in. Are they radio nerds now? Are they now that you're not there? Yeah, <laughs> I was a radio nerd once. Yeah, and look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I went in, and it turns out they'd erased me from the station's history. No record of me remained. Like there was no time, no yeah. photos. All the photos were in. Gone. It's like, it's like pulling down Fred West's house. Isn't it? <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe. Anyway, uh, yes, that was called University Radio York. Uh, I'm finishing now. Sorry. My friend tried to make me listen to Resonance once and I thought it was a, a bit awful. But you guys are great. I rate you a solid 7 out of 10. Keep up the good work, Alex. Okay, Aww. well, we love Resonance and we love you too, Alex. I'm sorry you're at York. Someone who doesn't. I was a little shocked to get this, weren't you? Um, I read it and I was like, what's this about? Is this going to be the second apology of the show? Kenneth Sands wrote in, took time out to write in. Uh, He writes, London Musicians Collective, spending all my bloody taxes on this rubbish, eh? I thought the licence fee was enough of a stitch-up. Disgustingly unprofessional and liberal. (laughs) And he also spelled unprofessional wrong, which I like. A bag of hammers would be better. (laughs) Auction your stolen equipment and return the money to the working man. Maybe make video games good again. Stop advertising your failing career, says Kenneth Sands. We should probably let residents know uh, about a bag of hammers because I think they'll try it. (laughs) They would broadcast it, wouldn't they? I wonder at what point uh, Kenneth Sands decided to write there. Did he? Kenneth, if you're listening, please email us in and tell us at what point you decided that we were worse than a bag of hammers. Did he wait for the end credits and then just kind of silently take his headphones off, put them down, and go, right! <laughs> Bloody one life left! <laughs> Sick of them! <laughs> Um, we are sorry, though. We understand we're not everyone's cup of tea. What have you done, Kenneth? Oh, I googled him. <laughs> okay, what has Kenneth done? I don't know. I found a website with him and another guy. I don't really know what they were talking about. But it might have been but a different Kenneth. Uh, so you're saying he's one of a, them, are you? It might have been a different... No, it's definitely know. him. I don't, I don't know. He Chaps, looks a bit nice. treat the listeners with respect. Apologise to Kenneth. Sorry, Kenneth. Simon. I'm not. Simon. What for? Simon. Does anybody make S- Kenneth listen? Simon. <laughs> you held a gun just so, Just so we can move on. I'm not doing it. Simon says sorry. Uh, and I'm sorry too. <laughs> Disgustingly unprofessional. Welcome to the. So have you played anything this week? Simon? Yeah, I have. Uh, I've been playing uh, lots of Nintendo games on... I bought uh, one of those EPCs, which I mentioned uh, last week, uh, and it's brilliant. Finally sorted it all out, got the emulators working, so on the way down here I was playing Wave Race. I've forgotten how beautiful that is. Fantastic racing game. Uh, what A typical Nintendo game. Beautifully playable. Uh, so much fun. It's one of those games that you can't play without smiling. 7 out of 10. Um, yeah, so I very much enjoyed that. What about you, Stee? I have been playing a game, and it is... <laughs> We've got two emails. <laughs> and it is, unfortunately, the game. I've been playing Advance Wars. How is it? Uh, it's okay. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. I'm trying to say it's okay to underplay it, because, like... It's every bit as good as Advance Wars has always been, which is essentially chess, uh, and you can't slag off chess. 
I suppose you could. You could say it's boring and you don't like it, but you'd be wrong. What about Kenneth Sands makes of it all? <sighs> Advance Wars is actually a game that harks back to the classic era of gaming, so maybe uh, Kenneth would like it. Obviously, it's based on the Famicom Wars games of back in the day. Uh, this is... Well, every time an Advance Wars game comes out, we say that this is, you know, the zenith of the series and the ultimate, you know, conclusion of everything that's gone before. Actually, this one really is. People didn't like Advance Wars DS, the first one. I really did, uh, and I thought it was... What, you know, so you're not people? No, I, like, a lot of people didn't like it. I'm one of the people who did. Um, I thought this one was really, really... That one was good, although it was flawed. This one seems to be smaller, slightly more concentrated, but concentrated in the right way. The script is terrible. They've made it dark. Right. You know what that means? Yep. It means death. So where normally... What, in a, in a game that's called Advanced Wars? I know, about tanks. But usually they, they hid this in a sort of kiddie toy town way, which is cute. And normally what would happen is you'd rescue someone from the um, from a village and they'd go, oh, it's okay, I hid. Uh, you know, and they didn't find me and now I'm here and it'd be great, you'd have a reunion. This time it's exactly the same, but they go, I hid under a pile of corpses. Ooh. So that's how they've made it dark, right. um, and it's it, that's annoying. Everything else about the game is absolutely brilliant. There's better AI, which I've only recently noticed. There's very, very clever war room maps, which are difficult to uh, beat. It suffers from the same annoying balance which the original Advance Wars or the last Advance Wars had, which is that I can breeze all the way through the first 24 levels and get, get ass ranks on them all. Uh, and I don't know whether that's because I've been playing so much Advance Wars before or whether it's easier. And then the last mission is difficult because it's a boss. But the game itself is absolutely brilliant and I would recommend well, it to everyone. Uh, and what score would you give it? Uh, seven. Right. right, seven. Um, I played it briefly um, and it reminded me of how much I do hate uh, kind of evolutions in the series because it impl- it has to cater for people that haven't played it before. I played enough Advanced Wars games to know exactly how it is. I don't need a tutorial. Yeah, I know. But the problem uh, really put me off. Seven out of ten. <laughs> okay. Anne, have you played anything this week at all? No, no games played. Uh, did you even try? Um, no. Okay, thanks, No, Anne. sorry. Um, we have one more reviewer, of course. That's Talia. Um, that's... Talia? That's not Talia. Are we plugged in? Uh, we are plugged in. I'm obviously not finding the right mic. Okay, we'll have Talia after this song. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, you may be listening to it on the internet. 
Yeah, what uh, you won't have heard is Steve telling me and Anne off. <laughs> we got drop it all off, then. Um, it's not professional. Well, we got a lot Say of Kenneth Kenneth science. Science. <laughs> kind of points. So yeah. uh, what we're going to do now is go and play Talia, which we couldn't play a second ago because we put up the reverb thing. Do you want to try, try that now? Try okay, go. We've, we've got a new toy. This is Anne Scamperbury for One Life Left. And this is Talia. Hello, my name is Talia. Today I'm reviewing Nintendo video games because they are for kids. Well done. Yes, I know. <laughs> so what game um, have you been playing this week, Talia? Scooby-Doo. And what happens in Scooby-Doo? Well, basically, you don't get to choose, but you get get to be Scooby-Doo, and you get to choose which place you want to be. There's only two kinds, and there's two extras for those two kinds. So there are four kinds? Yeah, but the same. Okay, so then what happens with those kinds? Well, you get to choose one, and then basically you've got to... I never even finished it, so I don't really... All you've got to do is jump around, run, da-da-da. I don't really know. Okay, that that sounds like, like most video games. Yeah, sure is. So, uh, does it look good? Are the graphics pretty? Yeah. I'm pointing a microphone at you. You're supposed to speak. Oh, what should I speak about? Scooby-Doo. What was the question? Is it fun? Yes. What What's the sound like? Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> Does it make good use of the DS's uh, d- touch screen and stylus and microphone? Ah, uh, t- course. What I said. I said, of course. Okay, and uh, is there anything bad about it? It's boring. <laughs> That's quite bad, I guess. Of course, your your name is Cool in our game, and you and my name's Kale in our game. But I wonder what your girlfriend Loris thinks. <laughs> we don't talk about her on the radio. I don't care. Uncle Simon has a girlfriend called Laura. <laughs> what? What? Uh, what score are you going to give the game? So now, then. Talia, I think this is the last game that you're going to do for us, isn't it? Have you had fun on One Life Left? Yes. What's been the best bit? You. And what's been the worst bit? Having to say seven out of ten. <laughs> Okay, and have you have you got a message for for all, all your millions of fans that have been listening to you after over all these weeks? Have you have you got a final message? Yes. What is it? Um, I hope you have fun, and I hope you enjoy Uncle Simon's reviews. And well, I hope you have a nice day. Thanks very much, Tyler. You've been brilliant. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much, Talia. She's good, isn't she? She is brilliant. If only we had some more of those. 
I'm going to go and get some. We need her back because she's a part of the show. She is. She's part of the I'll team. I'll get her now. next week. Uh, okay. If you uh, if you want Talia to come back, please email us. Uh, we'll pass your comments along to her, and you can email us at team at onelifelift.com. Now we did have a comment uh, left about last week's show, which did mention Talia. Um, it's like quite sh- serious business, and this I think marks the third apology of the show. Notwithstanding the apologies we've had to improvise, improvise throughout the show as we've messed up. Um, this comment isn't from some conservative non non gamer. I think you should have some standards at least. Just because something is funny or well written doesn't mean it's justified. If you can't grasp that kids stroke teens shouldn't be listening to, a, to graphic descriptions of sadomasochistic gay oral sex, then imagine Talia listening to it. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm just going to imagine Talia listening to a graphic description. <laughs> I don't like that imagine much. I'm um, sorry, uh, the comment concludes. Nobody wants censorship, but self-applied standards, even at the cost of a funny bit, and the bit in inverted commas, would be nice. Um, how would you pronounce that name? Uh, Poiter. Poiter. Well, that's you, how we're going to pronounce it. You Poiter. see, I, I read that in what more sympathetic voice. They're talking about Craig the Rage McClellan's last uh, poem last week, which we all thought was brilliant, but was adult in content, I think. And maybe that's why we should, you know, from now on, explain at the start of the show that, you know... That there's going to be sadomasochistic... No, what happens when I point at you? Oh, I'm, and I'm Simon Byron. Nah. <laughs> the other one. Oh, uh, yeah. Listener discretion advised. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Poiter, I do think you had a point. And um, to make that point better than I can, we've actually invited Craig the Rage and Clown on the show. Uh, but he's on the phone. Craig, are you there? Okay, yes. hold on. It's a bit quiet. Can oh, you yes. can you can you say hello? I am here. What have you been doing? What have I been? Are you talking to me? Yeah, I've been offending the sensibilities of middle class <laughs> England as usual. Was that deliberate? Um, not deliberate as such. I've got a reputation as being a provocateur, so <laughs> you know, so most of me people are offended. Uh, I mean, one. Craig, we wouldn't want to. You know, we wouldn't want to restrict. Your art uh, in any or way. Or what you do in your spare time. <laughs> uh, so please, please don't take our, our listeners' comment as anything other than um, a criticism of us for not warning them of what was about to occur. I understand. I understand. It's, I'm more, I'm more disappointed than surprised because it's been said before that people find my poetry too real for their taste, <laughs> for their middle brow tastes, for their middle brow vanilla taste. Their middle brow, clueless, vanilla take. <laughs> is he, is he, is he, Their he, middle brow, clueless, vanilla, take everything at face value take. <laughs> but then again, isn't that just another legacy of Thatcher's Britain? <laughs> How do you feel? Do you, do you, do you feel ashamed? Um, ashamed, stroke, thrilled. <laughs> they did say it was well written. Exactly. And that's basically all I heard. I heard, I, I heard, funny and well written. I I find it quite arousing if that helps. (laughs) That does help because um, that's. I like to focus on the image of you getting aroused, Simon. I don't want my poetry. Craig, do you uh, do you have a poem for us today? That's correct. I do. Uh, Would you like to deliver that now? Do it. Yeah, I I prefer to use the word declaim (laughs) when I'm about my poetry. So I'm going to declaim it for you now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's about well. Okay. It's about the video game Kane and Lynch. One of the advantages of playing the not very good and completely unengaging video game Kane and Lynch is it allows your mind to wander free down any number of fantastical mental cul-de-sacs, up countless fanciful boulevards of the unconscious, 
Never before had I taken the time to rank my favourite Prince films. After some deliberation, I decided that my favourite was Purple Rain, followed by Graffiti Bridge, followed by Under the Cherry Moon. It was during a particularly dis disappointing and inert session on Kane and Lynch that I took to making a mental list of my friends and family, in ascending order of how much I wanted them dead. <laughs> By the time I finished making the list, I'd imagined their bloody deaths many time over. I was left with the certainty that many people who I called friends were in fact people I would murder in the future. I contemplated this for some time with no sense of malice, only an absolute certainty that I wanted these people dead and would not rest until they were. Last Sunday, a friend and I attempted to inject some fun into this tedious monochrome game abortion by implementing its two-player function. We hated it. But each of us individually found ourselves tittering at the same racist joke that we'd invented simultaneously in our minds. It was racist against the disabled, which is okay, because Ricky Gervais makes jokes about the disabled, and he doesn't mean anything by it, so it's okay. I invite you to play Ken and Lynch, to rank your favourite Prince feature films, to imagine the deaths of close friends, to invent a joke about the disabled. None of these things will bring you lasting happiness. <laughs> Thank you so much, Craig. It's a pleasure, as uh, always. And, and you'll be back next week with some more video game poetry. That's my intention, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Okay, thank you. So I'm allowed to do these now, am I? This is Arcade Coma and a cover, a Game Boy cover of Radiation Vibe by the Fantasies of Wayne. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and these are our live emails. Uh, this one's from um, probably the most formal uh, subject header or, or person it's from. What, how would you, yeah, I don't know. Uh, which is from Christine in Kent, comma, Garden of England. <laughs> Is. Yeah. Who says photosensitive epileptic seizures can be triggered by flashing lights or patterns? Here are some questions and answers about photosensitive epilepsy taken from the National Society for Epilepsy website. Imagine how safe that web design is. <laughs> <laughs> it's got no flash animations. It? Interesting, but a bit geeky. Please note common triggers include video games and computer graphics. Love and mum. Sounds to me like she's against the medium you make a living out of Anne. Cheers. Ryan Hamlet writes in, uh, hey there One Life Left guys and gal. It was nice to have an apology for the late podcast last week as I was distraught at not getting my fix of OLL on time. But I just thought you'd like to know that because of the delay I decided to actually start listening to the show live on, on a Tuesday from the Residence FM site. So now I get it even earlier and I get to send you emails while the show is going on like this, with, sorry, while the show is going on like this, which is great. Guess I've just been lazy before so thanks for giving me the excuse I needed. Loving the show as always. Keep up the good work and should say mental more often. That's from Ryan Hamlet in Cambridge. Thank you Ryan. There's no qualifier on Cambridge either. Uh, it's a bit um, worse when you listen live, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, Mark Fernley says, you seemed so lonely with no uh, live emails last week. I didn't manage to listen live, so I thought I'd give you a live one this week. Keep up your moral ground and don't apologise to this Kenneth bloke. Not much else to say, really, so I shall return to Mass Effect with its full digital pornography if Fox is to be trusted. Huh? Keep on going with this highly professional show. Thanks, Mark. 
Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had the first in a, in what's going to be an ongoing feature that we're very privileged to have. Uh, we have a Japanese correspondent, name of Ray Silvergun. Do you remember that, Simon? Yeah, do I do. Yeah, back as yep. far as far as then. Didn't um, David dispute some of the Japanese in it? He did, and then the Japanese was dis- was confirmed uh, privately in your face, David. So. Yeah, Ray's back with a second uh, episode of his feature, which is called A Pint of Rice Wine and a Packet of Octopus, please. Um, and uh, as I say, he's someone who works in the Japanese games industry uh, and is obviously in disguise for a reason. Today's word of the day is are. Are is what you say when something has taken you by surprise. A bit like, what the? The past few years have seen the Japanese come to terms with the fact that if you want to make money, you've got to look west. It isn't a smooth process. In fact, it isn't even a process yet. It's pretty messy, but it's a profitable mess nonetheless. It's my job to avoid the mess, and if that fails, to clean it up. I'm a contraceptive and morning after pill all rolled into one, with an 80% success rate. The remaining 20% is usually when I hear my boss say, Are! Imagine my sinking sense of dread when one of our milestone payments was rejected due to a gaping chasm between what Japan and the West consider to be an alpha release. I would say about a four month chasm. Are! Whilst you would expect me to fall into that chasm, we do have one thing on our side. We are Japanese. Japan equals mainstream, equals casual, equals money. At least that's what the publishers think. So far. It's like the sun shines out of our cartridge slot. One email and the problem was sorted. I think someone here has all the cheat codes written down. As the game industry globalizes and Japan opens up, fear not, fair students. Ray Silvergun and his ilk are here to act as the world's lubricant. Kyotsuketene. That's Japanese for take care. Thanks, Ray. Uh, we are, we are Thanks, very, Ray. very, very, very lucky to have Ray doing that. That's genuine insight. Uh, mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so it's you good. have uh, earlier today. I yeah. talked to you, didn't I? You sent us an urgent email, didn't you? I said uh, you, you got Anne out of bed. Yeah, I said, <laughs> guys, no content, no problem. I said because a couple you, of features you, dropped out last you minute. Directly this week. blamed it all on me because of the podcast. Well, because we didn't have it. No, yeah, I didn't. Because I the podcast went late, you implied that we didn't we have didn't features. Have, well, we had enough what letters. To no, I didn't. I said we didn't have enough letters. Yeah, yeah, don't make that noise. Um, well, <laughs> anyway. Why you do it immediately back? <laughs> um, what exactly, to- that's why you shouldn't make it. It's just <laughs> exactly, an endless circle it. of... What, um, what happened to Odds On's computer? Uh, is Mrs. He says. Mrs. Odds On. <laughs> Mrs. Odds On took it. She so, took it. I reckon it's been pawned. Really? To fuel, yeah, deep impact didn't run or something like that. Um, yeah, and you asked me to do a top five, which I steadfastly refuse to do these days. But still... What I thought I'd do... What I thought I'd do... Um, is... Because I work in PR, and I, I, I want to advertise my failing career... Just to annoy Kenneth Sands. Yeah, um, I thought what I'd do, now and again, when we need emergency features... Yeah. Is to do Simon Byron's 
PR tips, which is a bit like it's, it's kind of a bit like PG tips. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it, works. it works. It works. That's what I thought. It's just I'll just go through some press releases which came out today. Okay, um, and just tell you uh, how terrible they are. Uh, here we go. Here's one. Right, uh, the headline: Th. No, no, no. <laughs> That's what I thought. going brilliantly. Here we go. Okay. Press release. Uh, Redwood City, California, January 28, 2008. Idos Interactive, comma, one of the world's leading publishers and developers of entertainment software, announced that the groundbreaking mobile game Tomb Raider Legend was recognised at the best... Sorry, at the best... Mobile action game of 2007. It's like listening to Anne's news. Yeah, at the Spike Video Game Awards. Right? Right. Press release came out today. Okay. Do you know when Tomb Raider was given the Spike Video Games Award? No. December the 9th last <laughs> year. It's taken that long to go through legal <laughs> to get the T's and C's crossed off and for somebody to go, yeah, I think we can issue that. They put it out today. <sighs> Another insight into the world of video games. Some things are worth celebrating for a long time. Um... There was one I really liked, which came out today as well, London 28th January. Uh, the headline is, two new exclusive titles launch on Xbox Live this Wednesday. Do you know what these new exclusive titles are? I have no idea. Well, this new exclusive title, as the headline uh, calls uh, them, uh, is Res. Okay. Uh, exclusive to Xbox uh, 360, so you won't have played this anywhere else. Um, they've tried to justify the fact this is exclusive by saying, um, uh, here we go. Uh, Res HD for Xbox Live Arcade is a high-definition update of the original game with brand-new elements, such as new visuals and sound effects. <laughs> such as. And the other game is Chessmaster from Ubisoft, a game which, is, as far as I can see, was <laughs> probably published before Pong. <laughs> and finally, uh, THQ Wireless said today, January 28, 2008... THQ Wireless Inc., a subsidiary of THQ Inc., NASDAQ THQI, today announced that it has signed a worldwide agreement with Playboy Enterprises Inc. Um, it's basically a terrible uh, mobile, f- a series of terrible mobile phone games. Sorry, th- this is me deviating from the text. But at the bottom of it. Um, <laughs> that would be a bad thing. Bad bit. They kind of justify what they're doing with these uh, Playboy games, which are not nude, incidentally. Oh. So I don't see the point of them. Um. Uh, Playboy Games Pool Party is based on actual events held at the Playboy Mansion. Uh, so, I, like, I as if people Playboy. go, yeah, you know, I really fancy a Playboy game, but only if it's featuring actual events. <laughs> Officially licensed. Uh, so, so those were today's press releases and my so, PR yeah. tips. If you've been following my previous classes, you should now have started to carve out a reputation as one of the video game industry's finest young firebrands. So you'll probably be wondering how much you'll get paid and when. You may even have looked up the freelance rate suggested by the National Union of Journalists for some sort of guidance on this matter, in which case you'll have found out that the going rate for a 1,000-word feature for publication online is £275, and for publication in a print magazine is £500. You can forget about earning such stratospheric sums. Most video game publications these days pay in the region of £100 to £150, and some have even been known to pay as little as £50 for a thousand words. As for when you'll be paid this money, that depends on the publication, but it will almost always be late. That's why the proportion of video game journalists living below the poverty line is probably something in the region of 7 out of 10.
So that was actually a glimpse into what you think of Steve, and What? Because we were just discussing this, and for the first time ever, I think, well, I, Anne said, I really like this piece of music, and I went, I like it too, so that's unanimous. And then Anne said, yeah, but what if Steve doesn't? Which implies, you think on his radio show, he would play music that he dislikes. <laughs> I wasn't sure, as I was explaining, I wasn't sure about this because it's a very seen it's piece good. of music. It's by it's a, a remix. Simon, don't dance. <laughs> it's a remix uh, of a have song called... Dance? <laughs> uh, yes, I have. No, oh, no! Oh, no! This isn't a visual medium, apart from for the guy in the webcam. Yeah. And it's not on. It is on. Um, <laughs> it's a remix by CFCF of Hearts Revolution uh, Choose That's Your good. Own Adventure Keep it up CFCF uh, We love CFCF We've played What's it that before What's that uh, I've no idea actually Maybe What's a CFC? Anne, your job for next week Carbon 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 Anne, yeah. your job for next week is to write to CFCF We've got jobs this week, haven't we? CFCF um, you're, Anne, you're going to go to the Guinness Book of Records thing and break some records, aren't you? They're launching the video games edition this week yeah. We're going to send you along. Wait, what is it? C-F-C-F. Yeah. yeah. We're going to send you along to the, Guin- to the Guinness Book of Records video game edition launch party to go and break some records and get yourself in next year's book. Yeah, what records should I break? Most mics in mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you doing this week? Um, I'm going to get ready. I, um, I'm not here next week because I am going to go and... Uh, Record some more Talia. Talia is currently in Florida. She's taking a well-deserved January break. She always does that break from broadcasting. Yeah, I, I because at such a young age, you know, she can ruin her voice box, that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go and get some more for you. Okay, brilliant. What well, you do? Uh, you know, this and that. I don't know. Actually, you're very secretive. I'm putting together the show. Mm-hmm. Everything else, the other 56 minutes. That's because you care, right? <laughs> You've been listening to One Life Left. Uh, we are Resonance's video game show, and we are going away right now. But we will be back next week. In the meantime, you can email us at teamatonelifeleft.com, or you can visit the website at www.onelifeleft.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs>